Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon, at 88.7 on your FM dial, and anywhere on the planet at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. While you're listening to the original over-the-air broadcast of this show on KISL, I'm actually at the Marriott Hotel in Rancho Cordova, California, where the 37th annual West Coast Ragtime Festival has just concluded and we're attending the post-festival dinner with many of our favorite performers and friends. Having to get ready to leave early Wednesday morning for the festival, I've made it a little easier on myself in terms of this week's playlist. Each of the five segments on this show will begin with a rag, or at least a piece with rag in the title, followed by a couple of tunes about the subject of the rag. Is that clear as mud? Well, for example, the topic of this first segment is noodles. And to start it off, here's Eddie Morton with the Noodle Soup Rag. Every Thursday night at our house, we have noodles for dinner. And it's just the kind that mother makes, it sure is some prize winner. Then we all stand round the table, while father gives his blessing. It's bound to keep you guessing, when father takes the dipper, and finds the baby's slipper in the bottom of the pot. What is true, is true, we all sit up and sup. How we all would sit to listen, when father ate his soup. That's the noodle soup rag. Father, don't forget your manners. Ain't you's got no bringings up? How the old folks would enjoy it. They would sit all night and listen. And the fun would never lag. And we all would sit and listen when Father ate his soup. That's the noodle soup rag. company for dinner they were friends of sister carrie's there was uncle joe and old aunt kate and dear old cousin harry they had just came from the country they had never seen the city it really was a pity they had no table manners they used their forks for hammers and their knives for eating peas oh please tis well tis well it sounded like a bell. How we all would sit and listen when Father ate his soup. That's the noodle soup rag. Father, don't forget your manners. Ain't you got no bringings up? How the old folks would enjoy it. They would sit all night and listen. And the fun would never lag. And we all would sit and listen when Father ate his soup. That's the noodle soup rag. Right. 
was wearing a frown, my baby's back, my baby's back, hey, hey, cock-a-doodle, I'm off my noodle, and soon my arms will be round, my baby's back, my baby's back, yes, sir, I made my mind up, mind up, we were all through before, but now I'll wind up, wind up, loving her more and more, cock-a-doodle, I'm off my noodle, I'm off to dressing in black, my baby's back. My baby's The Kit Kat Band, this time under the direction of Al Starita with Cockadoodle, I'm Off My Noodle, written by Charlie Tobias. That's from HMV B-5246, recorded March 25, 1927. Before that, Willie the Lion Smith with his composition, Noodlin', recorded February 17, 1940. That's on the General Tavern Tunes label. I don't think we've played a General Tavern Tunes record before. General Records was a division of Consolidated Records, Inc., owned by Hazard Reeves, who also owned Reeves Sound Studios, where some of General's masters were recorded. General produced both 10- and 12-inch records, generally devoted to jazz. General Topical Tempos and General Tavern Tunes were budget labels introduced in 1940. As a result of the American Federation of Musicians' strike, the label went out of business in 1942. We started this noodle segment with Philadelphia's former singing cop, Eddie Morton, and his comic song, Noodle Soup Rag, from the B-side of Victor 12451, recorded August 13, 1913. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Eugene Delbert Green was born June 9, 1877 in Indiana. You may know him better as vaudeville and ragtime singer Gene Green, nicknamed the Ragtime King. His most famous recording is King of the Bungaloos, but here he is before that, singing the Ben Dealey lyrics to Percy Wenrick's tune, Alamo Rag. Way down. 
bounced out in San Antonio. That's the place to have the Alamo. That's the place they dance to pass the time away. Both night and day, they do that way. Place your arm around your lady's waist. Yes, to show the folks you got good taste. The music starts playing and away you go. Oh, oh, so slow. That's the Alamo. Oh, that Alamo ride. That Alamo drag. Now, honey, if you think this talk is funny, take a trip to San Antonio. Lord, the eye could just die whenever they cry. Play the Alamo rag. San Antonio's the place to go where they play that music sweet and low. Where they play that music dreamy while you dance. Oh, oh, that France put you in a trance. Everybody's happy when they glide. Everybody's happy when they slide. I'll be dancing with my baby mighty soon. Just have them croon that Alamo too.
The Battle of the Alamo began on February 23, 1836, and we began this Alamo segment with Gene Green, the Ragtime King, and Alamo Rag, recorded a little more than 75 years later on April 19, 19, 1911, issued on Victor 16887. Percy Wenrick wrote the music, and although she didn't record it, you know who else sang the Ben Dealey lyrics besides Gene Green? Dolly Connolly. What's that? Who's Dolly Connolly? Well, vaudeville star Dolly Connolly was Percy Wenrick's wife, and Alamo Rag was featured in their husband and wife act for at least 11 years. A large portrait of Dolly is on the cover of the Jerome H. Remick sheet music, published in 1910, and the pair performed it at the Chestnut Street Opera House in Philadelphia the evening of November 5, 1921. And Percy will be getting his first birthday segment on the January 28th show. Alamo Rag was followed by Milt Shaw and his Detroiters with On the Alamo, composed by Isham Jones with words by Joe Lyons and Gilbert Keyes. It was written in 1922 and recorded in every decade up to at least the 1950s. We heard Take C from November 26, 1928, issued on OK41172. We finished up with Cryin' for the Moon, written by the trio of Larry Connolly, Jules Roos, and Jack Stern. So what's Cryin' for the Moon have to do with the Alamo? Well, it was performed there by Al Handler and his Alamo Hotel Cafe Orchestra. Al Handler had the first recording, July 12, 1926, but even though he recorded it three days later... Abe Lyman's recording was the first on record store shelves. Both were recorded in Chicago, Handler's released on Columbia 713-D, and Lyman's on Brunswick 3268. Continuing with the rags, here's Ted Lewis and his band with the Bugle Call Rag. Thank you. 
up came General Marshal Tough and the Sergeant Major gave a cough and it blew the General's whiskers off and the soldier blew his bugle. The Colonel's got a horse called Squib, that horse is very thin. No fibs, you can play the lost chord on his ribs when the soldier blows his bugle. The boys of the old brigade, some married and some are lounging. Some stay in bed and swing the lead while others still are scrounging. So give three hearty cheers for Fred Carnot's fusiliers. Once the regiment went to Persia Fair and they had a lot of time to spare. So they went in the old shah's harem there and the soldier blew his bugle. I've a hundred wives here, said the shah, but you won't see one. Ha, 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 for my wives don't know what soldiers are, so you needn't blow your bugle. Let us sit down, dear, he said to Nan, so he sat on his spurs and first his pants, and the soldier blew his bugle. Excuse me, he said to Miss Brown, I must slip off, see you in town. If I don't slip off, well, they might slip down, and the soldier blew his bugle. When it's ten o'clock and shadows peep in their feather beds, the soldiers creep and the sergeant rocks them off to sleep as he blows his little bugle. The general comes in full of bliss, but that's a treat he wouldn't miss, and he blows them all a good night kiss. And the soldiers blow their bugles. And that is why old soldiers never die. They're always sharp. When they finish blowing their bugles, they sit down and learn the harp. Old soldiers never die. They simply One half of the two Leslies, that was Leslie Holmes, by himself, with The Soldier Blew His Bugle, from British Imperial 78, number 2704, recorded in May of 1932. Before that, the Marconi Brothers with Bugle Calls in Ragtime, from Columbia A3341, August 31, 1920. American accordionist Valentino Gazzola Marconi performed with his brothers Victor and Ernesto in the 1910s and 20s as the Marconi Brothers. They were all born in Italy between 1889 and 1895 and arrived in the U.S. aboard the passenger ship La Gascogne in 1902. Following their performing career, in the 1930s they owned Marconi Brothers Music Store at 679 Madison Avenue in New York City. And you just might be hearing more from the Marconi brothers in an upcoming show. Fun fact, Valentino's son, Valentino Luigi Gazzola Marconi Jr., started playing accordion at age five, but quickly switched to the piano and became a famous concert artist. We started this bugle set with Ted Lewis and his band, with a couple of nice solos from Ted, on Bugle Call Rag. Not the bugle call rag written by Kerry Morgan and Eubie Blake around 1916, 
but the 1922 Bugle Call Rag, written by Jack Pettis, credited as John Pettis on the sheet music, Billy Myers, and Elmer Schobel. It was first recorded as Bugle Call Blues by Friars Society Orchestra in 1922. Ted's recording was made November 22, 1926, issued on Columbia 826-D, with Sophie Tucker on the flip side singing Some of These Days. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all of our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online, at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. Maybe not most, but at least many regs are instrumentals. But not this next one. Here's the Peerless Quartet. Oh, 
I've played a record by the Sizzlers only once before on the show, back on June 26, 2016. But that was a pseudonym for Fred Hall and his sugar babies on Edison. The Sizzlers we just heard were the vocal trio of Paul Cordner, Johnny Russell and William Kearns, singing Shuffle Off to Buffalo, composed by Harry Warren with the lyrics by Al Dubin. It was recorded March 16, 1933, and issued on Bluebird, Electra Disc, and Sunrise, as well as Montgomery Ward, catalog number M-4260, the record we heard. The piano accompaniment was provided by Henry E. Lloyd. The Sizzlers made ten sides for Victor in three sessions, and you might just be hearing more from them in an upcoming show. Before shuffling off to Buffalo, we heard Buffalo Rhythm, written by Ivan Beatty, Marvin Smolyev, whose name is misspelled on the label, and Harold Arlen, listed on the label as Our Luck. And that label is Jeanette 6183-A, recorded May 24, 1927. Buffalo Rhythm was played by Johnny Ringer's Rosemont Orchestra. Rosemont refers to the Rosemont Ballroom, located in Brooklyn. Johnny Ringer sounds like a pseudonym, or a porn star, but he was a real person, a drummer, who had three sessions in 1927 with Jeanette, under his own name, resulting in seven issued sides. The previous year he made two sides with Johnny Sylvester and his orchestra. And you just might be hearing more from Johnny Ringer. 
We started that Buffalo set with Buffalo Baby Rag, written by David Reed, and not to be confused with the Buffalo Rag, written by Tom Turpin. Buffalo Baby Rag, also known as that Baby Buffalo Rag, was sung there by the Peerless Quartet on January 6, 1914, from Columbia A1496. I don't particularly like snakes. Yes, they have their place in the grand scheme of things, I suppose, and they're fine as long as they stay away from me. But the best use of snakes is as the subject of a musical composition, such as, oh, Snake Rag. Thank you. 
King Oliver first recorded his and Armand J. Perron's composition Snake Rag for Jeanette on April 5, 1923, credited as King Oliver's Creole Jazz Band. Oliver and Louis Armstrong played cornet, Honoré Dutry played trombone, Johnny Dodds clarinet, Lil Hardin piano, Bill Johnson banjo with Baby Dodds on drums. A couple of months later, on June 22nd, he recorded it for OK with the same personnel, except Bud Scott replaced Bill Johnson on banjo, and the label credits King Oliver's jazz band. The OK recording sounds much better than the Jeanette disc, so that's what started off the set. Snake Rag was followed by Snake's Hips, subtitled on the sheet music as a jungle jazz. That was The Badgers. I believe a pseudonym for Louis Katzman. They recorded it in March of 1923 for Paramount, and it was issued on Paramount 1340, but also on Paramount's subsidiary label, Puritan, number 11211. Snake's Hips was written by Spencer Williams. We finished up with Tiny Parham and his musicians with Snake Eyes, a Parham original on Victor 21659, July 2nd, 1928. Well, guess what? We've got time for one more before I skedaddle out of here. George Rosie wrote this and recorded it in 1899, but Vessel Osman also recorded it in England on May 18th, 1900. From Berliner single-sided disc number 337, here's a ragtime skedaddle. Thank you. 
I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and between now and then, have a very happy Thanksgiving. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>